In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Brendan Kilcoyne, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions with the Brendan option. Matters of subscription buttons, PayPal, Patreon, the usual drill. You know. I'm going to talk to you today about something, and I will talk cheerfully about it. Something which in terms of practical experience I know nothing about. So before you fling this in my face, I'll just take it up. I'll take the cream pie, right? You see? Cream pie, visualise. Cream pie, let's go. Done. Okay, I'll spare you the trouble. I'm going to talk about parenting. Now actually I, I, I did teach a fair bit on work and education and that's in loco parentis. And it is. It should not be underestimated. But it's not the same. And I suppose one of the things I want to do, well, two of them, I want to give you the fright of your life and I want to persuade you that it's going to be all right. Two of the things that you're having to do with your children the whole time. What I'm going to do with you as a parent. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is what no parent wants to hear. Your child is weird. Because you don't want your kid to be weird. You don't. You want them to little friendy poos and fit in and have a life. And that's normal. And there are deep reasons for that. Now, Peterson would be better explaining that. There are deep reasons for that. For your wanting to him or her to have friends. Okay. To be liked. That's totally healthy and normal. Two problems with that. The first problem with that is that you, probably if you're watching this, you have faith. Or if you don't have faith, you have faith's first cousin. You're searching. And it's gnawing on you. I think so. Right? That's one. Number two, as parents do, you've probably passed that on. So your kid is either a believer or he or she is gnawing on this or it's gnawing on them. You've given them outrageous notions. You've told them that they're, you know, handsome prince, a beautiful princess, the heirs to a kingdom, that they have an incredible future, that they're of absolute and inalienable value. You've poured this into them. You have only yourself to blame. You made them weird. Give them faith. Because this is not an age of faith. There was one time in Ireland, if you weren't a Catholic, You stood out to some extent. But if you weren't a Catholic among Catholics, let's say in a Catholic school or whatever, you stood out quite a bit. Now you stand out if you are Catholic. And I know that because I'm hearing it back. Let me tell you something else, because this will really, this will really rock you. Okay? I know I sound pathetic when I try to be cool. I've been told that. 
but I can't stop. You know, it, it's, it's, it, aren't our aspirations part of us? Something in me wants to be cool. I just can't help it. You, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't mock me in my failure. No, there's a, prob- there's a problem there. There's a problem there. See? The trouble is that you've woken up. You've done what the others are talking about. You've done what some of the extremists are talking about. But the thing is, you've done it. You've actually done it. You are woke. You've woken up. And you've woken your kid up. And now he can't sleep. And the others don't believe in this. I hear it again and again. I hear devout Catholics complaining that their kids get slagged in school. And all the rest. I've heard, I, I was talking to one devout Catholic lately who told me that she was set upon uh, because uh, of a Catholic position that she had taken in a discussion at a, at a parents' meeting. Yeah, and it was an incontrovertible position in Catholic terms. It was absolutely belt and braces basic Catholicism. Because there's a conspiracy. The Irish are masters uh, at this. Not masters at deceiving others. I suspect we're no good at that, to be honest, although we think we're incredibly cute. But I think we're brilliant at deceiving ourselves. And there's a kind of conspiracy going on because most of the country has abandoned the faith. It is in a condition of apostasy. And yet people are still calling themselves Catholic. And, you know, and and even feel they're Catholic and send their kids to Catholic schools. Well, let me tell you the stuff that you don't want passed on to your kid and therefore you don't want it taught in your school. And if you've sent your kid to a Catholic school, you've every right to expect that your kid won't be taught it. You don't want your kid taught that there are forms of marriage other than that sacred form, which is also a sacrament between two baptised persons, between a man and a woman. Even I, a cloistered cleric, can manage to understand the difference, which is seismic, enormous, profound, between man and woman. They differ, they complement. Marriage is based on that difference and complementarity, on that tension between them. You don't want your kid taught that. I mean taught that that's wrong. And that marriage can be conducted on several other bases. We needn't go into the details. You know what I'm talking about. So there's a problem there straight away. And it'll come up in other things. You know, it'll come up in other things. It'll come up with regard to abortion. It'll come up with regard to this, with regard to that. And... People might say, oh, well, we, you know, we don't want problems about that in our schools. Fine, then don't teach them. You don't want problems about them, don't teach them. But if you're, if you're Catholic and your kid is Catholic, then you have a problem. I'm sorry to say that. I'm taking no pleasure and I'm sorry to say it. Now, 
you're going to do your kid no service whatever by trying to constantly keep him or her in with their friends. It's not going to work in that way. Okay? It's just not going to work. Now, I've I've said and said, and I honestly believe it is time for Catholics to intentionally, purposefully seek each other out and find each other in Ireland to set up social venues, to, to create occasions at which they can meet, find husbands, find wives. I'm sorry if I sound old-fashioned about that. But I mean, let, let's, let's just suck the diesel here. Let's just, let's just name things. It's getting hard for people to find, a, to find a partner with whom to marry and start a family. And crucially, in your parenting, you're going to need support. And you have no guarantee of getting that. you'll You'll get support in a very broad sense, in a very general sense, for bringing up your child as a Catholic. But you're not going to get widespread support now in Ireland once the rubber hits the road. Once the stuff starts being named. Once the issues start to come up, and they will come up, because they have to come up. They're there in the curriculum. So there is no discussion now of Catholic parenting in Ireland without a discussion uh, of what kind of Catholic society we're going to have in Ireland. What's my advice to you? It is totally normal for you to want your child to be loved and accepted by those around them. I will understand if you decide to apostatize, and I will respect your decision provided you know what you're doing and you name it and don't tell lies, whether spoken or unspoken. If you can't or won't do that, then it's time to start planning for parenting. Catholic parenting in Ireland from now on is going to have to be very intentional very purposeful and very much centred on planning for at least the medium term, which is perhaps as much as we can do in a world that changes with kaleidoscopic um, speed and frequency. Like we just, it's very hard to, to plan in practical terms for the long term. You're weird, your kid's weird. I know, I'm rubbing salt in the wound. But why am I doing it? I say the same thing about the priesthood. It's because we won't face it. We won't suck the lemon. We won't pluck the nettle. Bite the bullet. I'm sorry about it. I wish I could give you better news on that. It's not bad news, but it's certainly not welcome. I can well appreciate that. I think it's time for us, quietly and with dignity and without fuss and without bitterness or any kind of hatred in our hearts or anything like that, to start in a very healthy way separating ourselves from this culture, insofar as one can, and forming a subculture in which we can start to build the future of the church in Ireland. I'm sorry if this sounds like a cult, 
we can go in another episode. Uh, we are planning to chat at least once about the difference between cults and religions. We can talk about that another time. The danger of what you're talking about there with a cult, that's always present at these key points of transition where you'd have chaos. Just like gangs grow up where, there are, where there's a breakdown of family and a socioeconomic breakdown generally. Okay, because people are social and must have affection and must feel they belong. That's, that's always a danger. We just have to run that danger. And as for the ghetto, that's not a danger. That's where we're going. That's clover. Hmm? It's worse than the ghetto. There's the nearest bog hole for a start. No, I think we'll settle for a nice dry ghetto. Listen, Catholic parents, you want something to pass on to your kid? I remember watching a programme where a traveller father had taught his son to box. He had taught him to fight, right? And I had a lot of misgivings in the programme, although I liked the father. I must say I liked him. I liked him very much. He was a very likeable guy. And I, I thought a very honourable man. I was just kind of afraid that he was given a very simplistic, very sort of, I don't know, fighting-centred approach to his little son. But he, he made one comment, as well, where his son, I think he'd won a competition or something. And the father said, ah, he said, job done, mission accomplished. He'll never give in. He'll fight to the end. And he was proud of that. And I reacted very critically. I thought, cheapers, that's an awful thing to teach him and that's not very positive. And you know, the more I thought about it later, the more I thought, well, there are dangers with that approach. But I could see what the, I think I could see what the father was trying to do. It was simply what every father wants to do, if he's any good of a father. I'm not saying I agree with him. I'm just saying I could see what he was trying to do. He wanted the lad to be all right. He wanted him to have some respect for himself. And to have respect for yourself, you must insist on it in some way, generally, because the respect that comes from others will colour the respect you have for yourself. And so he taught him how to fight because he was afraid people would mistreat him. Now I could see where he's coming from. I'm not saying it's the way to go. Catholic parents, what do you pass on to your kid? I'll tell you what you pass on to your kid. You stop worrying and stop worrying him about what people think of him. You bring him up tough. You bring him up to be what he is. Not back. Sure, be tactful and be friendly and, and, and all the rest of it. But at the end of the day, I am what I am. You take me or leave me. You make him or her intellectually tough and above all, behind all, underneath all, you make them spiritually tough. Teach them to think and teach them how to pray. Because I'm telling you out there, the world out there isn't kind, contrary to what it says, to the creative and to the bold and to the beautiful. It immediately tries to eat them. If they're going to survive, 
they're going to need more than the ability to blend in. They're going to need to know how to fight. Spiritually, morally, intellectually. In business, in politics and all the rest of it. They're going to be able, they're going to have to be able to stand their ground. I have the height of confidence in you. I've met many of you. And I know you're passing it on. I know you are. I wish it was easier on you. But at the same time, just think about this. You're rearing a remarkable generation. These will be the leaders of a new chapter in the church's history. You're rearing Moses. You're rearing Aaron. You're rearing Joshua. You're rearing the patriarchs. All right, I know I'm sexist. And the matriarchs. Rear them well. Teach them to stand their ground. May Almighty God bless you.